I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com. Final hour of Bennett Woods on a Wednesday morning. Happy Veterans Day, everybody out there. And thank you to all of our veterans and active duty members of the military for your service to our country. Appreciate that greatly. I haven't really heard. We got a little bit of a text folly from Woodsy earlier today, but this seems like uh, he's in the serious weeds of parenthood right now. Yeah, I don't know. It just doesn't sound like he's getting any rest and... I'm still, I'm standing by, I think I said like a week and a half before he's back here. I, I think, I think that week that we are off of Thanksgiving, those Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, I think he's going to get mad at us and be like, I would have been there if you guys had shows this, <laughs> this week. I, um, I have nothing but sympathy. I remember what it was like to have two little ones. And, uh, I know that that is a very difficult transition from, one to two, but he'll master it. Uh, he'll be back before we know it, and and uh, he'll he'll be like an old old pro at it by the time he comes back. Well, and the age difference between your two kids and his two kids now is fairly close, right? Uh, yeah, there should be about two little two little over two years. I think. Yeah, we we dealt with about the same age difference, and yeah, it wasn't easy. Um, and that was. Uh, I mean, that's got a that's got no sleep. It's just so exhausting because toddlers are exhausting on their own. And then you add in the infant newborn and the don't sleep for more than two hours at a time sort of thing and right. getting up multiple times during the night, you can be really exhausted. So I can understand what he's going through right now. No, so he did call in yesterday, if you'll remember. And uh, I don't know, was it you who made the point or Woodsy who made the point that they realized that, I think Woodsy did, that both of their children now have names that also sound like girl names because there's lauren bow woods that's right and now taylor parker woods so lauren and taylor would both be names that you would find especially now in the year 2020 girls are often named lauren or taylor um but i you know i kind of thought that there are some certainly in history there are some athletes who have had female sounding names who have gone on to really great careers uh the chargers had one leslie o'neill was a sack master uh, for the team. Gail Sayers, uh, you know, legendary Hall of Fame running back uh, that has a you know female-sounding name. So 
Maybe Woodsy's on to something with his naming conventions of his children, looking for greatness by uh, going for the girl names. Yeah, any others that you can think of? Uh, well, I'm thinking. I'm just thinking about Woods and his kids. So Bo goes by Bo, but his name is Lauren Bo. Is Park is Taylor going to go by Parker, which is Parker or Park for short? That's a very baseball name. Park Park, Park Woods. Parker Woods. I don't, I, I don't hate it. Uh, he can go by either, and I think he'll be just fine. So, uh, Anyway, I was thinking about Woodsy today, and I, I think he'll probably check in before the end of the week at some point if, if things are going well. But uh, wish him the best, and uh, I know he'll be back soon. And He misses all the Tier 1s, uh, probably as much or more than you miss him. He misses <laughs> all of you. He, he actually gets as much from this show as he gives. I noticed he's been, like, tweeting from our account and talking with listeners still, so he – he can't stay away for too he needs much that longer. he needs that interaction to survive. It's like oxygen <laughs> right? for Woods interacting with the listeners, and I'm glad because uh, you know me, I'm not I'm not one to really jump in on the Twitter feeds like Woodsy is. So uh, we need him to continue to do that if there's going to be constant interaction <laughs> while he's on paternity leave. No kidding. It's still going to be Woods manning the Twitter account for the most part. Uh, we come out. Uh, we're going to talk some more Padres baseball coming up here at the bottom of the hour. AJ Casaville. Uh, going to join us from MLB.com with an off-season uh, preview and and what the team may or may not be planning to do. Uh, but I just wanted to bring back, we had a good discussion earlier, about the, the Manager of the Year Award and really all these off-season awards. And, and so far the Padres have been shut out this week. Jake Cronenworth uh, finished tied for second in the Rookie of the Year voting. Jace Tingler finished second in the Manager of the Year voting yesterday. Don Mattingly of the Marlins was the Manager of the Year. But what I want to say to the Padres fans who are feeling snubbed or overlooked or disrespected today, don't don't sweat it too much. Uh, you know, honestly, these awards are are pretty meaningless. For the good feeling that you get for like five minutes, hey, my guy won, yay! You know, people are going to talk about Jace Tingler for the next twenty four hours. Uh, it really doesn't do much, and in fact, it, it may put more of a target on your back and more pressure moving forward uh, that can actually be a detriment uh, as opposed to kind of the fire of, of being overlooked uh, could help motivate uh, a guy like Jake Cronenworth for not getting the Rookie of the Year award. I, I certainly think Fernando Tatis Jr., you know, we've heard him talk about getting fueled by that, using, you know, losses as motivation to come back better and stronger and uh, you know, make sure this team advances in the playoffs more. I'm sure that that the slump at the end of the season that probably cost Fernando Tatis Jr. the the NL MVP award, and, and certainly probably cost Jake Cronenworth the Rookie of the Year award in the National League. I have no doubt that that is fueling every offseason workout, lifting session, batting cage session that they're going to be doing this offseason. That is motivation. I love to see that. Now, it may not be that big of a deal to us in the grand scheme of things, but I do think it makes somewhat of a big deal to the players and to the guys that are recognized. I bet Jake Cronenworth has like a, a clause in his contract that, oh, hey, if you win this award or if you get nominated for this gold glove, like you can get some bonuses and stuff like that. So I think I think they absolutely get a little can get a little upset about this. I don't think – I think the manager of the year award is probably the like least – coveted of the four awards that are given out this week that's the most forgettable one 
But still, I think a snub is a snub is a snub. And I think if uh, if Jake Cronenworth might be a little bit upset about it, and we, I mean, we don't know that he is, but I've got to imagine he had some bonuses in there that he missed out on. If he's upset about it, I think fans are allowed to be upset about it. Yeah, manager of the year in particular. I, I If I was a voter, I don't know how you decide on that. I mean, is it wins and losses? If that's the case, then, then Dave Roberts is the manager of the year in the National League. But, of course, everyone says, well, I mean, he should win that many games. He's got he's got that much talent. He didn't really do a great job. So then you go to the other end of the spectrum, and you look, well, what's the worst team that did the best? And, and that's why Don Mattingly won, because everyone just assumed at the beginning of the season that the Miami Marlins were the worst team. And then when they ended up going to the playoffs and winning a playoff series, well, Don Mattingly must have done a phenomenal job. We don't know that for sure. We all thought the Marlins were bad, but maybe we were wrong at the beginning of the season and Don Mattingly actually, you know, hurt them. Maybe they should have been World Series champions, and Don Mattingly held that team back from doing better than they should have. It You just don't know what kind of job the manager is doing. I feel confident that Jace Tingler did a good job this year, you know, based on his personality, based on what his players were kind of saying about him. But it, there's no magic. You can be a – you know, great managers have bad seasons. Bad managers have really good seasons. And it has nothing to do. They didn't. They didn't change or do something differently. Um, a lot of it just has to do with luck, uh, right place at the right time. A guy gets hot. You know, did Eric Hosmer and Will Myers turning it around was that due to Jay Stingler or not? I can't say for certain one way or another. I kind of think that Jay Stingler might have had a bit of a role in it, especially kind of with Will Myers, just kind of the way things had gone with Andy Green before. But it could have been something that clicked during an off-season workout for Will Myers that had absolutely nothing to do with Jay Stingler, and yet we give Jay Stingler all this credit for being some genius or Will Myers whisperer. In that, September, dude. That, I mean, we have no idea if that's really true, which makes this manager of the year the vote. It's it's simply a, a narrative, you know, what, what the writers kind of perceive as what happened during the regular season there's no scientific basis behind manager of the year award that's for sure well shout out to bernie wilson the associated press our bro he voted for jay stingler and uh i i would agree with him i think i think tingler had quite a case for manager of the year award honestly i mean i'm almost no, starting well, to I think mean, he did he, he absolutely had a great case for it i'm and... almost starting to think he had he should have won it more than jake cronenworth should have won rookie of the year I, I mean, you look at everything that he had to overcome. I mean, I think uh, I think having your roster flipped around after half of a 60-game season, I mean, losing 16 guys on your roster, I think that's way more harder to overcome and make the playoffs after that than having a 14-day vacation um, from playing baseball games because you let your guys go out there and play a game when they tested positive and shouldn't have been playing. Then again, you know, having your general manager pick up additional pieces at the break, a lot of people would argue, well, yeah, I mean, that's that you should be better when you get better players for the second half of the season at a pennant run. You had a guy like Trevor Rosenthal, you should be better when that happens. Maybe that was held against him. Uh, by some of the writers, I've got no idea what's going through those writers' head. I've n- I never get a vote on those. I'm not a I'm not in the Baseball Writers Association of America. Um, I don't really want to be. Uh, you know, it's either you get called a homer or you get ripped by your own fans if you don't vote for it. We've seen both this week. You know, Bernie. Hey, everyone loves Bernie Wilson because he voted for Jay Stingler, and everyone despised John Maffey yesterday because he didn't vote for Jay Cronenworth. I don't need that headache. 
I don't want it. I'm glad that I don't have that responsibility. Yeah. Uh, ben, we do have some baseball news that's just coming down right now. Okay. Uh, Marcus Stroman, uh, he's going to stay with the Mets. He's accepted their qualifying offer, and he tweeted. I just thought this was interesting. Marcus Stroman tweeted, After watching the presser, I'm beyond excited to play for you, sir. I could feel the excitement and passion you're going to bring daily. Let's go be great at Stephen A. Cohen, too. I think that's significant hearing that from a player. Well, that I think that instantly makes um, Steve Cohen's press conference yesterday the greatest owner press conference <laughs> in the history of press conferences because it, it essentially landed a player for nothing more than a qualifying offer. I mean, you get a pitcher coming back thanks to what you said during a press conference. He's already a hundred times better than I think any owner of the Mets have ever had after just one day, basically, of being the owner of the Mets. If you're a Mets fan, you are beyond giddy and beyond excited that a multi-billionaire has just bought your team and promised to do whatever it takes, essentially, to turn the Mets into a World Series champion and do it in a way that it seems like the players are really happy about it as well. So uh, if you're in the National League, like the Padres, that's not good news, that the Mets are all of a sudden looking rich and more competent than they've been in many years. Uh, they're no longer the, the mess of a Mets and the, the little brothers to the New York Yankees in New York. They want to be the other big giant team, the big behemoth in New York City along with the Yankees. So Marcus Stroman sticking around with the Mets. That is, that is very interesting news uh, here this morning. Yeah, he just tweeted that five minutes ago. Um, and, you know, I, I mean, think about what a difference that makes. I think it's an advantage the Padres had. I, I've never heard any player on the team say anything other than glowing things about the ownership of the Padres as well uh, with Ron Fowler and Peter Seidler. Uh, so maybe that's an advantage that the Padres uh, share with the New York Mets right now. What they don't share is the deep pockets. Uh, <laughs> Ron Fowler and Peter Seidler are very rich. They're not Steve Cohen rich. <laughs> That's they're not even close to Steve Cohen. Steve Cohen loses twenty million. It's like that's a rounding error on the uh, on the annual accounting. That is, it's uh, not something that's going to make him sweat at all. And unfortunately, I don't think the Padres ownership is in that same situation that Steve Cohen is in. So, if you're a Mets fan, it's very exciting news, and they'll probably be in the market more than any other team. I mean, if you're an agent, first call you give is to Sandy Alderson and the Mets, like. Hey, what can we deal? I got a premium asset right here. Um, you know, let's let's talk business. The Mets are the ones with the open checkbooks this offseason. I mean, they're going to so. be like the new Padres, where anytime a guy is uh, available or on the free agent market, like you expect the Padres now to be in those conversations. It it started with Hosmer, and then but, Manny and with Machado. The Padres, it was still at least a little surprising. With the Mets, it won't be surprising at all. It won't. There won't be any under the radar like. Oh, Manny Machado hasn't signed yet, and all of a sudden, last minute, the Padres come in. The Mets will be in from day one on all of the big names in the offseason, would be my expectation. Now, they won't sign all of them. They still have to be smart. They can't, you can't just build a team through free agency. You have to, you have to build with, from within. You have to still draft well. You have to develop your own players well. But you can certainly make a big difference with the right free agent signings. There's no doubt about that. Yeah, that, that's what's going to be interesting, I think, to me to watch for is how 
how fast can they get good? You know what I mean? I mean, can they go out and buy, basically buy a team full of established major league players that are ready to play next year and ready to contend next year? I don't know. Normally I'd say no. I mean, maybe with COVID and getting the discounts, they can, you know, rework their team on the fly pretty quickly uh, with the deep pockets of Steve Cohen. We'll, we'll see how that works. Because but, uh, otherwise, we'll baseball. what would you say is like the the typical time period for, you know, drafting a guy, developing him, getting him to the major league level? Like if they want to start at the bottom floor there, it's still going to be four, five, six years well, before those guys start coming up. Cohen said he'd be disappointed if they didn't win a World Series in the next three to five years. So, <laughs> I mean, that that seems like the combination of, of development and – and then also signing Bauer, Arenado, and everyone else that's available. Yeah, I mean, and I wouldn't be stunned if we see something similar uh, from that from the New York Mets. We'll talk more baseball. Uh, AJ Casavell is going to join us at the bottom of the hour, and uh, we'll get into some of the Padres off-season stories uh, with AJ, who of course covers the team uh, for MLB.com. This segment of Bennett Woods brought to you by the Golf Mart. Uh, did have some uh, basketball news, a pretty interesting rumor coming out of the NBA yesterday as we close in, not that far away from the start of another season, if you can believe that. Uh, we'll get to that coming up. Uh, right now, let's check traffic on 97.3 The Fan. Here's Kelly Danik. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com.